1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for
0: Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim White. If you were ahead... In your series, then today was a bad day for you. If you were behind in your series, then you got to be feeling good. Astros, fight back. Go to Arlington. Do what they've done all year. Play well in that park. Play well on the road. And we are even. And the Astros have snatched all of the momentum Away from the Texas Rangers. I know Jordan Montgomery's going to go tomorrow, but this doesn't look good. I don't like it one bit for the Texas Rangers. We're going to get into this. Is there some blame that needs to be thrown at Bruce Bochy? I argue yes, there is. And I'm going to get into exactly what I think he did wrong today that I think Now, I know we got player execution on the field and all of that, but I argued that Bruce Bochy puts his players in a position to fail today, and I'm going to tell you exactly why and what. Now, you might call me crazy. I know there's a lot of Bruce Bochy love. I have been there in the Bruce Bochy love camp, but I'm out right now. Again, teams, players, managers, front offices, you name it, at any moment, can be praised or criticized, and we're going down to Bruce Bochi Road in a minute. Tim H, what is going on? Thank you for that donation. Go to Super Glue myself to home plate at Minute Maid. Minute Maid, so they have to play Game Six and Game Seven at Globe Life. Yeah, um, Astros fans, do you even want to go home at this point? You probably, you're probably happy playing in Globe Life. In fact, you're probably trying to find out if you can, if you make it to the next round. The big one. Do you want to? Do you just want to? I don't know. Flood Minute Maid. Like, tur- ha- there's a sprinkler problem, right? M- maybe. super
1: glue myself to home plate at Minute Maid <laughs> so they have to play games six and seven at Globe Life Field.
0: Tim's going to do his thing. Somebody needs to manufacture a a sprinkler issue, a roof malfunction, something at Minute so that they play this thing at Globe Life. Maybe Houston wants to go back to, what was that, 2020? We did the neutral site, and that was at Globe Life. Though that's not a neutral site for the Astros. That's basically their home park. I hope the Arlington Park Authority starts charging rent to the Houston Astros. They go out there today, they get the win, they even this series. Big killer, make America mad again, go Astros. You got the momentum, you got the bats firing, not Kyle Tucker, unfortunately. We we cannot report today, we cannot report anything good on Kyle Tucker. I thought maybe, I thought maybe, but that was just not the case, not to be had today. But everybody else was going. Jose Altuve is back. He loves playing in that park. Uh, Ryber, I see your super chat coming in. Yeah, these games just showed MLB isn't a sport anymore. It's entertainment. It's becoming WWE. That's an interesting take, Ryber. We can talk more about that. But let's get into this thing again. I got some blame for Bro- Bochi. I also have some credit for Houston. But what do you think? If you are a casual observer, if you are a Rangers fan, if you are an Astros fan, you're going to have a tough time uh, maybe coming up with a conclusion here. I'm looking for outsiders. Maybe you're a Diamondbacks or a Phillies fan. Maybe you're a Jays fan, a Yankees fan, a Mets fan, a Dodgers fan, a Braves fan, Twins fan. If you watch this game, is it more about the credit for Houston, which it might be, or is it more about Bruce Bochy maybe starting the wrong guy from the beginning, going to the bullpen with the guy that I think he should have started, and then on top of that, when he took Dunning out, Dunning was in trouble, and he went to the wrong guy again. We're going to get into that. Make
1: we American also have again,
0: go Astros. Let's let those go. We have I think there's a there's a log jam of super chats that are going to probably just go. So those. Watching, I'm going to be keeping an eye out and ear out for that because we're going to have we have a few super chats coming in. Uh, Midtown Cabinetry and Designs. If you live in the Midtown Tri-State area, make sure to check out Cabinet Midtown Cabinetry and Designs for all your cabinetry and designs needs. Astros won fifty percent of their home games this year, less than fifty percent. But I, I get, I, I see where you're going. That's all they need to do in the series. They won less than fifty percent. They were three games under five hundred uh, during the regular season at home. Not great. And they're one in three at home in the postseason. So they gotta, they gotta crank it up a little bit. Gilbert, if you wear Yankees an Astros hat tomorrow I'll donate twenty
1: isn't a sport anymore. It's entertainment. <laughs> wait, wait. It's becoming WWE. <laughs> Astros won fifty percent of their home games this year. That's all they need to do in this series. It was Go literally, Astros.
0: it was literally right there. I don't know. I don't. It just happened to be there. It's literally right there. I just, it's it's ready. Okay, let's get into this thing. We also have the NLCS that we are going to touch on. The Phillies, leave the door open. You got to slam that door shut, guys. Don't mess around with this. I understand that tomorrow Arizona is going to throw out a bullpen day because they don't have any more starters. If you Astros
1: have tomorrow, Jim, I'll donate 20. Smiley face.
0: But if you have the opportunity to maybe never see Zach Gallon again, never see Merrill Kelly again, you have got to take that opportunity. But all credit in the world to Brandon Fott. I owe that man a handwritten personal apology because I have dragged his name through the mud, turned back around, dragged it back through the mud, turned back around. You get the point. Brandon Fott today had it. Absolutely had it. What's up, Gilbert? Tell you what I will do. I will wear this for the rest of the ALCS portion, and then I got to go here for the NLCS portion. I can be bought. Uh, Gilbert, thank you for the donation. I got you for the rest of this Astros Rangers portion of the stream. We are at a point now where the Texas Rangers, this is absolutely the last thing that you could have happen because do you know what? I don't feel good about your chances tomorrow and you cannot go down three games to two back to Houston. Despite all of Houston's struggles at home this year, you absolutely cannot do that. You can't do that. You'll find yourselves out of this thing and you'll be sitting home because when you get down to that, All it takes is one guy out of the pen not having it. The ball, just fair for them, just foul for you. The umpire with a bad call for you, a good call. You get to the point where it becomes about the inches. It becomes about the luck. It's no longer about the skill and the talent on the field when you are down in a close series. So this is a collapse by the Texas Rangers in process you can't have this happen that Houston Astros today absolutely had it the bats were in attack mode again and early three in the first and it kind of felt like only giving up three it was a it could have been worse put it that way Feels like it could have been worse. Three in the first, four in the fourth. They kept adding on. Two more in the seventh, one in the eighth, 10 to three. This Astros team that in the first two games of the series in Houston only had nine plate appearances with runners in scoring position. Two games, nine. Today, they were eight for 16 with runners in scoring position. You're not going to win with a team going eight for 16, you're going to have a tough time winning, just giving them 16 opportunities, whether they come through half the time or not, you give them 16 opportunities. These guys are eventually going to capitalize on it. So the bats were on them. They were on them quick. And that's what the, that's what they need. We had H town wheelhouse on from the locked on Astros podcast on the barreled up podcast. If you want to get the full pod, him and I talking, you got to go over there He was talking about one of his guys fed him the stat that if the Astros score first, they win. There's a more detailed stat. Again, you got to go over to the podcast to get that. But it basically boils down to this. If the Astros score first, they're going to win that game. And we have seen that now twice in this series. They haven't even trailed in Texas yet, in Arlington. Got to get that clear because the whole thing's happening in Texas. In Arlington, the Astros have not have not trailed. So they get the job done again. It was fantastic. A great job by the Houston Astros. Again, three in the first, and that felt like it was almost a close call. A, a wipe the sweat from your brow whew, moment for the Rangers because it felt like that could have easily been five or more now you got one more game in Arlington and you got to feel good about your chances you absolutely have to feel good about your chances good job from Houston here Texas did fight back they ran Urquidy early in the third however from that moment on nothing they could not get to the Houston bullpen Hunter Brown comes in throwing darts Maton gives you two innings, and you go Montero. I applaud Dusty Baker for move, making moves with the lineup, moving Dubon up today. It is good that he moved Tucker down. Tucker with an 0 for 5 today. It is It was the right move going to Brown. Also, Brown gave you three solid innings, so you know what that meant? That meant you could keep one or two of your relievers out of the equation. You've got Bruce Bochy blowing through relievers like he's got an endless supply, and he doesn't. Uh Gilbert, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you for the donation. Thank you for the five dollars. Appreciate you. Dusty's doing his job. He's managing it right. I love it. Not afraid to make changes in the postseason. Good job by Dusty Baker. It's even. And if you're Texas, you have to be worried. Now I understand. Texas fans are going to say, dude, it's even, we got Montgomery going, chill out, there will be comments down below to that effect, I can already see it, I can already feel it coming, I can already feel the Rangers fans typing this, but this is bad. And I, you got to admit that if you are a Rangers fan, you can be on the outside, the exterior, on the keyboard with a ton of confidence, appearing to have a ton of confidence. But deep down, you hate how this is played out. You cannot give Houston this kind of momentum. And I am on a Bruce Bochi blame train. Now he has made some fantastic moves in this postseason. Moves that you could argue helped get them to this This point. Again, thank you, Gilbert. He has made some decisions that got them to this point. But today, okay, why the hell did Andrew Haney start over Dane Dunning? What is the value of starting Andrew Haney in this game? There's literally nobody that matches that that's a good matchup for Andrew Haney other than Kyle Tucker. Nobody. You're going to throw Andrew Haney out there against Altuve, Dubon, Bregman, righty, righty, righty. Alvarez. Doesn't matter if it's a righty or lefty. Abreu. Oh, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but... He's got a slugging 100 points higher against lefties than he does righties. McCormick, Pena, Maldonado, it doesn't matter. There is no advantage for Andrew Haney. There would have been some advantage to Dane Dunning. And we saw that because Dane Dunning came in in the first quick hook. Quick hook by by Bochy. Dunning comes in, sort of gets you out of the first inning again. Only three. Oh, thank God. Then he got you a couple more innings in the fourth inning. You knew it wasn't going to last long, but I would argue that Dane Dunning could have taken you to the fourth inning as it was. And then you go to Andrew Haney and maybe Haney can give you, can can pull together two innings because you can time it up. You can throw Andrew Haney out there against Tucker McCormick Pena and then Molinato Altuve Dubon, and maybe you can get Altuve out. And then you have, then you would have had five innings with two guys. That's not how it played out. So you had Andrew Haney out there, and I don't see why. I think that was a mistake. That was mistake number one. You could also, if you want, you may feel like he didn't handle the whole Max Scherzer thing right. You maybe are out here thinking that Max Scherzer should have been pulled sooner. Going with Max, trusting Max. Was that the right thing to do? Uh Jesus I know was it's brown. Random, but the Jays Let's go. should
1: trade Bichette for a couple bats. Their playoff window is closing. I'm saying this as an Astros fan.
0: Uh, Jesus was brown. I gotta hold on to Boba Shed. There are some other moves that I would go into. I don't want to get into that right now because I, I would have to take way too much time to explain it. But uh, Jesus was brown. The Blue Jays do need to consider trading to make some moves, to make a splash this offseason. Uh, Jesus was Brown. Thank you for the donation. So you maybe didn't like the whole Max Scherzer thing. Trust the Max Scherzer. Understand Max Scherzer gave up five. The three that he gave up early, you kind of were like, it, it all kind of happened. Uh, do we want to say it happened quick? It did. It didn't. It. But I can understand how the three. Then Altuve hits a home run to lead off the next inning against Scherzer. And at that moment, maybe I go get him right there. Now, he didn't allow any more runs that inning, but he did allow a run in the next inning. And even that one run, kind of a difference maker. Kind of. Now, I know I'm nitpicking at that point. Now, what are we talking about? it was a three-run three victory. What are we talking about? You want to get Max Scherzer out of the game? A one-run difference? I, heading into that game, did not like the idea of Max Scherzer anyway. Should Bruce Bochi have gone to Max and said, and Bruce Bochy being with, with the clout that he has, say, Max, I love that you're trying to come back, but not now, buddy. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Or go to Max and say, you can come back, but I'm using you out of the pen. Make it have a difficult conversation with Max Scherzer, but then the the counter to that argument is who the hell else do they have to throw out there? So the Max Scherzer thing's a little bit of a conundrum, but I can understand anybody that wants to get on the Max Scherzer thing. That's a very hindsighty kind of thing, but again, I didn't love the Max thing even coming into this series. Now, it also has feel like Bochi has been managing almost as if he felt like he had extra games in his pocket. Don't do that. You can't, you gotta manage like it's 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 winner take all right now because again, you you lose that 2-0 game, it's 2-1. The Astros have a little bit of life. You lose again, it's 2-2, and now all of a sudden the Astros have all of the momentum. The other mistake by Bruce Bochy. Equally as big. You had the again, I don't like I don't like that he started Andrew Haney. I also Hate, 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 hate it in the moment, not after it, in the moment. It feels like every manager makes this stupid mistake. Jordan Alvarez is coming up. Let's get the righty out and let's go to the lefty. A guy who pitched yesterday, by the way. So I I don't know what Bradford's uh, success rate is on day two when he's pitching from the day before. I, I don't have that number in front of me. Maybe it's not good, but it is this. Can managers stop making that mistake? I'm sitting on my couch. I am a nobody. And I know that going to a lefty when Jordan Alvarez is coming up is no advantage whatsoever. If you're going to a reliever with Jordan Alvarez coming up, you better go to your best reliever. Screw. It being a lefty-lefty matchup. It happens time and time again. It happened in the last round with the Twins. It happened here with Bruce Bochy. You cannot go lefty-lefty. Unless the lefty is the best option you have out of the pen. Then, okay, maybe. Okay, maybe. But it's not smart. Now, 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 now. You'll say, well, Jim, chill. He got the out. (laughs) Dude. Did you see Hannah's tweet? I saw it and I was like, oh, I'm bringing that up. That thing would have been a home run in 17 out of 30 parks. It had a expected batting average of like 830. So it was a miracle that Jordan did not hit a grand slam in that moment. Instead, it was a sack fly. Now, here's the problem. Here's where it gets worse. Because he went to Bradford, he was being short-sighted in that moment. He gets Alvarez, but then Jose Abreu is next. And Jose Abreu has a slugging 100 points higher against lefties than he does righties. So he goes to Bradford and what happens? It wasn't Jordan that hit the homer. Abreu hits the homer. Bradford should not have been in in that moment. Go to your best guy. Go to... I, I, listen, I know it's early. <laughs> You're not going to go to LeClerc this early. Maybe go to Stratton in that spot. I, I need to be prepared. Again... It doesn't matter. Lefty, righty, there's no advantage against Jordan Alvarez. Who's the guy up after Jordan Alvarez? If you manage to get Jordan out, it's a righty bat who slugs 100 points higher against lefties and righties. So I have to make sure that I got the righty on the mound to go up against the guy after Jordan Alvarez. Didn't look ahead. It's like the guy when you're driving down the lane that cuts you off to, to, to turn down the street and you're like, and you look behind you and there's no one behind you and you're like, dude, there's nobody behind. Like, have the foresight to see the next car down. Bochi, have the foresight to see the next batter up. Uh, two moves. And because of those moves, you had three runs in the first and you had four runs in the fourth. Seven of the ten runs, in my opinion, are on Bruce Bochi decisions tonight. Now, you can go. Players have to execute. I get that. You know, don't serve up a home run if you're Bradford. Don't suck if you're Andrew Haney. But at the same time, when you're the manager, when you're pulling the levers, when you're making the decisions, I've got to have you putting your guys in a position to succeed. It's time to switch. Here's, Here's the Phillies hat. You know what this was today? This was this was the FOT game. And I didn't see it coming. I don't think a lot. Jimmy, you saw it coming. I think a lot of Diamondbacks fans saw it coming. I, after this game, got into the, I think it's uh, the uh, Phoenix Sports or PHX Sports or something on YouTube. But I, I wanted to hop in there live, uh, live stream and see what they were talking about. There are a lot of Diamondbacks fans that are anointing Brandon Fott, the ace of the Diamondbacks. Hold on. That's kind of an insult to Zach Gallen. Let's, let's hold on. Let's celebrate this for what it was. And again, that is that it was the Brandon Fott game. Brandon Fott in the 2023 postseason has a 2-1-3 ERA over three starts now. So shame on me. And shame on anybody else who doubted Brandon Fott. Could you say it was a deadly fought tonight? It wasn't silent. He was loud and he was making statements tonight against a Phillies lineup. That's tough. A tough lineup to navigate through. They've been tough all the way and he shut them down. This was a big moment. For Brandon Fott. And I, again, I owe him a handwritten apology. Because he was great against a Philadelphia Phillies lineup. That nobody expected him to be great against. Five and two-thirds. Do you realize? So he made it two outs into the sixth. And 70 pitches. 70 pitches. Uh, 70. 70. It was fantastic. Five and two-thirds, two hits, no walks, nine strikeouts, only four, four hard-hit balls off of Brandon Fott. He was great. 70 pitches, 17 swinging strikes. 36 pitches were swung at by Philadelphia Phillies hitters. 36 were swung at. 20 of them were out of the zone. That's how you strike those bats out. That's how you generate weak contact and limit the hard hits. This was the Brandon Fox game. And this was a big time start because now this sets up to where you can see Gallon and Kelly again. Gallon, if they lose tomorrow, it's going to be a bullpen day. I don't like that for Arizona. But if you, if if even if you lose tomorrow, you still have another game in Arizona, and your ace Zach Gallon is going. And then if he can save the season, then you go back to Philly, and Merrill Kelly is going. And remember Merrill Kelly, Merrill Kelly stepped up to the challenge of that Philly fan base raining down on him after his comments heading into the game and only allowed three hits. They were three solo home runs, but the fact that he was limiting traffic on the bases, preventing the big home run, the multi-home runs, tells me something about Merrill Kelly and his mental status. He's a gamer. So Merrill Kelly gives you a chance in Game 6 and if this thing goes to a game seven, guess who's back? Brandon Effing Fott is back in game seven with a ton of momentum and confidence. Now we may not get there. I'm not saying this is going to a game seven. Please don't, don't, don't take my words for that. But if we go down that road, what a Setting that would be if you're Philly the problem with losing today is you leave the door open the door is wide open for Arizona to come walking back in you're up two games to one you're still feeling good you now may not have an opportunity maybe but you may not have an opportunity to celebrate in the pool you got to take care of business if you want to do that my opinion is this, Philly still has the momentum in this series, but if they lose, if they somehow lose, you can't, listen, all of a sudden, it and you may not feel this way if you're a Phillies fan, but I kind of feel this way, tomorrow's kind of uh is it a must-win game? I can't let Arizona back in this series and, and even it up at 2-2. I can't do that. I can't. Because then Zach Gallon's going. And I got to Zach Gallen once. Do I feel good about getting to Zach Allen twice? Maybe you do. I maybe don't. If Zach Gallen, if I get, if if I'm Zach Allen and I get two shots at somebody, I'm feeling like I'm going to get them both times. And if I don't get them both times, I'm for damn sure at least going to get them once. And Merrill Kelly's got that same mindset. If you lose tomorrow, Philadelphia Phillies, and this thing is 2-2 Going to a game five with Zach Allen on the mound, and then Merrill Kelly teed up to go in game six. I don't like it. So take care of business. Get... Your shit back together if you are the Philadelphia Phillies. This can't happen again. Now, a lot of times in a postseason series, you will see the Game 3, when it goes back to the other team, they are playing with their backs against the wall. They're going to be scrappy. They're going to fight. They are going to be the best versions of themselves. And that's kind of what Arizona, yeah, kind of what Arizona was today. It was certainly what Brandon fought was today. Let's see how... Game four plays out when they don't have, it's almost like the season's over. It's not really over, but it kind of feels over if you lose. They'll still have chances if they lose tomorrow and they've got a game in their pocket now. The door's open and the Philadelphia Phillies, you got to shut that down. You have to shut that down. My Diamondbacks hat, I actually, I have no idea where the hell that is. Uh that's somewhere I don't know where that is. Maybe I'll bust that out and uh, and and the rest of the way I'll just I'll, I'll I'll throw the hat on for the winning team. But again, I promised, I made a promise like a week ago, the whole Phillies, they beat Atlanta, I'd wear the hat, I call them my Phillies very obnoxiously. So I got to come through on that. One thing I did see today that does not give me a ton of confidence about Arizona and them turning this thing around is that we still saw the trouble that we saw in the first couple of games of this series is that they had trouble stacking hits, stacking base runners. So either walks and hits or walks and walks and hits, whatever it was. They were 3-for-11 with runners in scoring position today. They left 10 runners on base. The second, the third, the fourth, and the sixth inning, they did that thing we've seen them do all series long. In the second, Guriel gets a two-out single. Longoria, out. In the third inning, Marte, a two-out double. Carroll, out. In the fourth inning, with one out, Walker walks the next two hitters. Fam, Guriel out. Sixth inning, Marte, leadoff double with Carroll and Moreno and Walker. All three of them out, out, out. It wasn't until the seventh when they finally broke through. Leadoff single from Fam, double from Gurriel. That drove in Thomas, who pinch ran. Pavin Smith with a single. Still nobody out. But then the Phillies did what we've seen them do a lot in this series, where they snuffed it out. So we were still seeing glimpses of what we saw in the first couple of games. The only X factor was that Brandon Fott was pitching on the other side. And Brandon Fott was really good. By the seventh inning, Brandon Fott was done. But sort of the pace had been set by Brandon Fott to that point. In the eighth inning, Arizona did their thing again. Um, Moreno double with two outs. Walker gets an intentional walk and Thomas grounds out. And then in the ninth inning, finally again, able to stack some base runners. You get a walk from Gurriel, a single from Smith, Rivera with the fielder's choice. Amazing play by Turner, by the way, in that moment. A uh, great job. Just an instinctive, for the instincts to be able to react like that, that quickly, that accurately. That's some good stuff right there. That makes you feel great about Trey Turner every time the ball's hit his way. And in that moment, Smith didn't get to third. You worried, uh uh-oh, this could be trouble. But Perdomo gets the walk, and then the hottest hitter on the team comes up. Into the outfield. Game's over. Getting to Cattell Marte was the problem. You had to get Perdomo because if you got Perdomo out, whether you got a double play, whether you got him to strike out, then when Marte's up, you can walk Cattell Marte and go to the next batter. Now, the next batter is Corbin Carroll, but at the way things are playing out, I think you'd rather face Corbin Carroll than you would Cattell Marte, but they didn't have that luxury because Perdomo walked. So now we have set up a very interesting game four where Philly kind of, sort of has to win this game. Because if they don't, the series will be even with Zach Gallen lined up to pitch a huge game five. You want Zach Gallen pitching to save the Diamondbacks season if you're Philly. You don't want to have him out there to give the Diamondbacks The advantage. It can happen just like that. I was out there yesterday. I wasn't the only one. After my stream, others were out there talking about it. That this series feels like it's over. And it did. But that can flip. At the snap of a finger. And when you leave that door open. All the credit to the Diamondbacks today. All the credit to Brandon Fott. All the credit to the Houston Astros. Dusty Baker making some good managerial moves. Hunter Brown, three solid innings out of the bullpen for the Houston Astros. Jose Altuve is locked in. Jordan Alvarez, even when he gets out, he hits home runs. Again, 17 out of 30 parks. That would have been a bomb. So the door is open for the Diamondbacks. It is even in the Lone Star State. One more game in Arlington, and then it's back to Houston. That is now a guarantee, and that's all you want if you're Houston. You had to get this thing back to Houston, to Minute Maid, to try to get it done. I still worry about seeing Framber Valdez again. I no longer worry about Christian Javier. I think you got to feel good about that. Christian Javier in the postseason goes into his Pedro Martinez bag. Javier would be game seven. You're going to go JV game five. You've got to feel good about that. That Famber Valdez in game six back in Houston, I don't love it. I I just say that. I don't think that's great. I think that that is concerning. I Framber Valdez, it's 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 in between the ears. It's in between the ears. Something's up. I last year Framber Valdez was so good that people thought he was cheating. That's how good he was, and he wasn't even the guy that participated in the no hitter. If Framber Valdez was on his game right now, I would I, I would be I would be feeling like Houston's got this thing framberg has got to get it going. Jimmy, D-backs can't lose at home. That is a fact. You've got to win because you can't go. If you're Arizona, let's say you get another one. Let's say you lose tomorrow, but you get the Zach Gallon win. You don't want to be down two games to three to the Philadelphia Phillies going back to Citizens Bank Park. So both teams are going to look. They, the Phillies should Both teams should be looking at tomorrow as a must win. That's what's great about right now. Even though they're not at the same point, it's 2-2 here. It's 2-1 in the National League Advantage Phillies. All four teams are going to approach tomorrow as win or die. Texas does not want to get to a point where they are in elimination games and they are the team behind the Diamondbacks have to be operating as if they are down 0-2 still. Because, again, it could still end in Arizona, and Philly could be celebrating in the pool. You don't want to go back to Philly, down 2-3. That's that's not anything that you're interested in. I mean, the way this is lining up, too, they're going to go Christopher Sanchez, the Phillies are. That's going to put Zach Wheeler in a Game 5. Arenola... In a game six. And Nola is nails at home. Uh, Niveus. Framber is damaged goods. Blew it against the Mariners, Twins, Rangers. But Dusty will keep sticking with his guy. He is going to stick with his guy. He has to show him confidence. What is the thing you have to do when somebody's a little shaky between the ears? If they don't have the confidence, you have to give them the confidence. That they can do it, so you have to keep going with him. You have to show him that you may not believe in you right now, but I believe in you, and that's got to stand for something. Go out there and get the job done. That's what. So you ha- you cannot take Framber out of the equation. He's still got to go. He's still got to start in a game six. Has to, Mister Beans. You got tickets to Game Five of D-backs and Phillies. That will be a Great game to go to. I had some games t- to that Orioles series, but the problem was the Orioles got swept. Thanks, Rangers. I, not Rangers. It's not the Rangers' fault. That's the Orioles' fault. Play some better baseball if you're the Orioles in the postseason. They were clearly outmatched. I didn't get to go to a postseason game because the Orioles could not get back to Baltimore. Uh, peace up, H-Town. You are heading out. Best of an evening to you. Houston, Texas Dave. Peace up, H Town. No, it's peace up, H Town. Let's head now. All right, guys. It is midnight here on the East Coast. I have got to scram because I gotta get up early. Now, tomorrow night, tomorrow's Friday night. I don't have to get up early Saturday. So midnight, 12:30. It won't matter. Tomorrow. But today it does. Gotta get up early. Gotta get the kids off to school. Tomorrow's big. Tomorrow is big. Can't wait to see how these two teams play out. You know, I kind of liked when one team had the spotlight, but today worked out in such magnificent fashion that, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad we got two games on tap again tomorrow.